ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome to another episode on this frequency. I am the host of your show. My name is Natalie. We have the wonderful Ricky Lee and our special guest DJ today, DJ Severe. I'm here, I'm here. DJ Severe is here. It's always a good time when he's here. Thank you. Thank you for showing always up and doing this. I always really appreciate it. Um, so what's up, y'all? How are you guys doing? How are you feeling? I'm hot. Okay. Are you hot? Okay. Yeah, I'm hot and sweaty. Um, yeah, it's a little, oh, I'm getting a little hot now, too. We're See? all drinking. I transferred it. We're My all, yeah. hot energy transferred <laughs> no, to I'm yours. like, shit. A little hot in here. Well, you know what? It's a beautiful day. It's our first Monday, um, spring. Spring Monday. Uh, so spring is officially started? It's here. Oh, really? I didn't know. Okay. Yeah. That's probably why everybody has allergies. Yes. Yes. It's allergy time. Yes. Allergy I woke season. up a little congested, a little funky. I had like this like pressure, headache thing, but we're all good now. But isn't that wild how like you wake up in the morning and whatever's going on in your body, it's like that's what the energy that you're carrying on right. for the rest of the day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but something that I like, um, you know, we're here in the Row City Sound Studio and something that I like about us is the energy that we carry or that we give out. Mm. And I mean, I just got to give a little round of applause to Ricky Lee because I think she um, she makes sure that that is very present and that the vibe is right and on point and that everyone that walks into this studio is going to have a good time and is comfortable being here. That's true. That's true. You know? And so, um, another cool thing is, well, DJ severe here always makes sure that the music is on point. I try. I try. You know, and that's important. It's important to get us in the mood, right? Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) in the mood, but but it is that. that. It is that. It's it's the foreplay to your day. It's it's the foreplay leading up to whatever it is that you want to get done. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I wake up in the morning and I'm like, oh, okay, my my back hurts, my knees, and everything's cracking in the wrong places. I feel like I'm really feeling my age these days. And, but what sets me right is, and something that you, we were talking a little bit before this was what you do in the morning is really going to set the tone for the rest of the day. And it doesn't even matter what external things are happening. What matters is how you feel about yourself and your day. Gotta move the chair back. I have to stand up. And, um... And everything else is not going to matter because you're already vibing. You're in your flow. You're in your little bubble. And if somebody's going to attack you from left field, you know what? Whatever. I'm good. I'm having a great time. Your energy is not going to mess up my energy. You think that? How do you feel when other people, when you're in this space, in this studio, how how do you navigate the the in- environment and the vibe and the mood and everyone in here and because that I think that um, Ricky you are able to tune into other people's vibes right 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 for sure and so how do you how do you how do you go with the flow I guess well can we go back to how you wake up in the morning what your body feels like oh yeah okay because skip that well no well because <laughs> you wake up with somebody next to you mm-hmm. and that has an influence over how you feel. We talked right? about this last week. We did. We did the last episode. But it, it, it is and it isn't because he wakes up, I feel like, hours before me. And so really I'm waking up next to Jorge, my dog, and he's just kind of looks at me and he's and excited their energy is important too animals because yeah. they can come at you sideways in all kinds of ways <laughs> but but whether you wake up with somebody next to you or not at the end of the day you're responsible for your own energy yes. and how you choose to wake up at I'm, I'm really big on this choice thing right now yeah because sometimes like you know i'll wake up and i i don't feel my best my body hurts i slept wrong or you right know, and then sometimes i'll wake up immediately thinking about like oh you got to do this that that or the other 
and uh-huh. all of that has an influence on on me on the energy for me to get out of bed yeah because yeah. if if i get caught up in all of my thoughts on everything that i have to do and i become overwhelmed i don't want to get out of bed now i'm just going to sit here on social media yeah. <laughs> and drown myself in the overwhelmedness of now contemplating my life and how do i get out of bed and all, but all it takes though so the bittersweet thing about social media is yes you get sucked into it yeah. but then all it takes is seeing one quote right or or hearing one song be like oh, and it's that easy for me like a flip of a switch yeah it's that easy for me and, and then it, um, my day will be good and i'll get out of bed and i'm going but at the end of the day i don't want it to be that way i want to control how i'm going to start my mornings and how i'm going to embrace my energy and what can i do to to refresh my energy because yeah. to the second part of your question is the energy that is devoted to this space it's more than usual more than i've ever had to exert my energy for mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. so now it's how do i supplement that yeah. how do i take care of it and how do i supplement it so i can continue to give a this consistent energy or be even better energy like something even more you know does that make sense yeah and i think there's there's two points right like what you're looking at on your phone and the people that you're bringing in right so the first part and i um we did this last year with severe um i asked him to well one clear out his uh email inbox oh my god and And then and remove apps oh shit yeah remove apps and then also and i think i asked both of you um ricky and severe to go to your social media and i think I think I didn't explain this correctly because y'all went and deleted everyone from your social media. But you're not going to see 24,000 people's posts. You're not going to see it. Why do I need them? But my point was in doing that with your social media was what what in your phone and the um, the post and your feed that is that you're looking at, um, how much value is it bringing into your life? And is it drowning you is it making you upset is it making you feel some type of way are you judging someone are these people on your phone even people you even you know want to keep in your circle etc etc so um because that sucks your energy up yeah because you're looking at it and you're like and engaging in it and for what yeah exactly so um i guess that's the challenge for um all of our listeners and you know everyone here in the studio is Clear out your email, clear out your apps, clear out your social media, people that you don't need on your social. Why do you have them? Why are you following them? Yes. What value do they bring? And that also goes to, you know, real life and um, the people that you surround yourself with is the energy that that other people are giving off to you in your circle. Is that the energy that you want? Mm. Because... um, we can say that here at Row City Sound, we try to, you know, keep, you know, positive vibes and um, we have like-minded individuals and with the same thoughts and ideas and um, people that push us to grow and to challenge ourselves. But then, like, do we want people that are just whiners and Debbie Downers and don't get me wrong I think that all of us will go through that right where we're having a day or a week or whatever where we're just feeling like shit we don't want to you know we're just being a pessimist or we're kind of in a funk and um and we got to just know like oh Ricky you know this isn't like you you're gonna be okay what do you need from me and vice versa but there's other people that you just can't knock the funk out of Mm mm-hmm that's true. And you know what? A practice that I always had like at work, anytime I knew I wasn't in the right frame of mind mm-hmm. or there was something, whether I was sick or just not in a good mental place, yeah, I would always tell the people that I work with, look, I'm sorry. Like, first thing. Yeah. I'm not myself. I'm in this zone. Like, please, if I, you know, I'm not all there, I'm not engaging with you as usual. You yeah. Know, apologies. I've always been very transparent like that. And I mm-hmm. think that that's important because then people are more compassionate towards you. Yeah. And we're like, okay, cool. I'm not going to go in heavy this time. Right. So Right, right. And I think like, I don't know if it's just, well, maybe because I know you, but I think that this is you in general. I think that when something is wrong, it is very apparent 
with you. I cannot hide my emotions. Yeah. With me, I'm like, no, I'm cool. I'm cool. Nope. I'm just crying inside and everything's <laughs> wrong. <laughs> and my, the world is falling apart. But you know what? It's cool. I got it together. It's cool. But even as we try to hide those things, I feel that How do you everyone, hide them? Well, I don't know. You just you just walk around like, I'm cool. Ain't nothing wrong with me. <laughs> Cry on the side. Um, See, and I feel like I could, I can, you can kind of gauge that. Like, yes, and you, you can, you can okay, still gauge that something is yeah. off. No matter how hard we try to hide the funk, it is still there. Yeah. You know? So, are, but are those, because you always, don't you always say there's nothing like a good cry? Are those times needed? Those down times needed? Or are you supposed to just be able to deflect and be on a high all the time? Because I mean, or how do you, because some days you might need to wake up lower. I mean, yeah. that's part of. Absolutely. It puts it like, part of the process. Like, so, I mean, then like everybody, obviously everybody wants to be happy all the time, but it's impossible. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, <laughs> is that a needed to have those downs? Yeah. Okay. 100%. I feel like, and that's a huge mis. Like, I'm not trying to be happy all the time. That's yeah. impossible. No. What you have to do is just embrace like, like when you do feel sad. Or when you're going through something, okay, uh, let yourself cry. Like, cry yeah. through it. Like, feel it. Be in it. Because that's darkness and light. That's, that's Light can't be light, and happiness can't be happiness if you don't have those difficult times and those difficult moments. What's the movie with um, it's a Pixar? Balance. With the little emotions. Um, inside Out? Inside, inside Out. out. Mm. Yeah. Sadness. The one, with, oh, yes. uh, the one that's all blue. Sadness like, she's always crying. all sad all the time. Like, but the whole point of the movie is that if you don't have that, right, right. how are you gonna have joy? Yeah, you have to have that. And then certain people, so I know for me, like I like mornings and like dust. Those are my favorite two times of the okay. day. Or like um, late, I like nighttime if I'm going out to like do a show. City? Then if there's something I'm doing, but really morning for me. Yeah. And then like um, dusk, like mm-hmm. when it's right kind of right before it, you know. Those are my favorite times. Wait, dusk is like it's still oh, it's light night. out, but it's about to. It's it's so like closer. after sunset. Yeah, after That's sunset. Dawn. Oh, oh, dawn is the in the dawn when the sun is rising. Yeah. Okay, well, why do you like those? I don't know. I have no idea. I think it has something to do with growing up in like just different times. I like really like mornings. Like I like. Me too. Um, and then like I know it's sometimes on Sundays, like when it's dusk, that's kind of like depressed because it's like the week is over. You about to start the new week. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's like if you have a lot of things going on, just yeah. kind of like here's about, you know, here's it's about to start. That's you know your moment mean? of reflection. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like kind of like, yeah. So what's your energy level at those times of days? Morning's always good. Um, always, consistently, it's always Pretty good. much good, unless unless there's something I'm um, dreading doing. Especially if I can if I can hike first, morning's good. Um like I said, I like dust because it's almost like if it's been a productive day, it's kind of like the, the day is kind of like settling. Yeah. That's good. Um, I don't know. That Sunday one, that's kind of like a downer. That gives me anxiety. Yeah. It's like, the oh Sunday's like a downer. You know well, I mean? it used to be a downer for me. But mm-hmm. now the days of the week, there's... It's irrelevant. It's every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And every day is... I don't look at days of the week the same anymore. So it's 100% different. Yeah. But And how to like capitalize on your energy at those specific times is really yes. important because yes. if you like imagine if you start to meditate in the morning now like you wake up right. and and you like that book was say you read one part of something that is positive and good and then you meditate on it like how the rest of your day is going to manifest itself you're going to carry that with you mm-hmm. and then right. distribute that to everyone around you i try to get lanier to hug everybody at work Ah. Because people like like they need yeah. that and they respond to that. So I'm like, I'm gonna need you to go hug this person, and then after that, this person. You because go pe- up because to them e- like, hey. energy transfers like that. It does. It does. The same way you could be dealing with someone who's just having a bad day, or just mm-hmm. energy transfers, and yeah. you can feel it. You don't you don't have to say anything. You don't have to, but it, it and it's thick. Yeah. See, also, too, it helps you to be able to pick up on that. And if you care for people, then try to like engage them and see if this but most people don't do that and that's another thing i'm saying this is like everybody talks about the different frequencies like we're on this frequency and the different mm-hmm. what percentage of the world you think don't give a shit about that they just like yeah i'm in a bad mood and it's like most people aren't trying to find their way out of good places they just want to yeah. keep 
They're going just going. On. They're just going. They don't mm-hmm. realize the. A lot of people don't realize the meditation and the breathing and all yeah. the other stuff, yeah. and they just feel like it's a rat race. And I feel like that's a majority. Yeah, people are just unaware. World. Right, which will unaware. bring you down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which 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 makes the the total probably frequency of the whole world just pretty much mm-hmm. come down, back down. Which is why if more people thought about trying to do more positive things and then listening to people and then listening up and being considerate of people, which is why we've been on the, the constant downslide of now. Yeah. And you see it become more aware, like when people, um, the bullying syndrome, word, I'm just giving that as an example, as to stuff that people are yeah. becoming more aware of now. And we got so much um, into the materialistic thing. And then even now with the divided country in far as like the mm. mask wears and the non-vaccine oh, yeah, people that's and all that thing. stuff mm-hmm. and everybody feeling like it's so what fighting for their right. I was thinking about that today. It's like, why is everybody so concerned with like their right? It's like really a selfish thing yeah. that why they won't do. And it's like, how do we get, how do we become so me, me, me and so selfish to where you yeah. don't even consider um, that? Because yeah. I got the vaccine today and I was telling my cousins I got the vaccine. And so you see all these different opinions. Yeah. Uh-huh. And the, the main reason why... <laughs> I was even, I, I even considered doing because I was skeptical, but it's just like, okay, I'm around a lot of people. Yes. Right. So you want to be safe for yourself and for them. And then you think yes. about, I know my mom wants to get it. So you, you have to consider other people first. And why would you just say, okay, well, this I'm not going to get me. it. And this is about me. And I was mm-hmm. kind of thinking about that. And I was like, um, most people who are, who've been anti-mask and mm-hmm. anti-whatever mm-hmm. are being like, because they don't want anybody telling them what to do. And it's like, how right. could you not? This yeah. is a society where somebody's got to tell you what to do. So yeah. you just, and how did you become so opposed to somebody just telling you what to do? Especially for your own safety to the point now where you're just going to be, I'm not doing shit. Any, so you're basically not doing anything anybody wants you to do right. or tells you you should do. Yeah. And it's, to me, it's almost kind of depressing because it seems like the society, I don't know how we're going to spring back the other way <laughs> where people start considering people. Yeah. Because if another pandemic comes, it's going to probably be the same yeah. thing. Yeah. Unless we take some time to heal and people start mm. being concerned with people again, you know, For sure. um, because we it's dividing now, and everybody uses that excuse. Oh, this is my right to be whatever, which is like really to be selfish. Yeah, <laughs> selfish, and it's like, how did it get twisted right? And how do we get so oh, it's my right, and I mm-hmm. just want to, you know, what I mean, because they really don't have an argument other than that, and they think that buzzword saying my right is yeah. what's going to end the conversation, but it's really not there. It's really not your right to do that. Yeah, but people want to stand on that so firm and so hard like yep. you're taking something away from them and it's like yeah. so we've become that so much of a society i don't know how we're gonna turn back and get everybody on some sort of caring about people and then different things and then even being considerate mm-hmm. as to how if someone's having a bad day to like lean into them and figure out what it is yeah so how we're gonna do it is exactly what we're doing here at rose yeah. city sound like how we're gonna change the dynamic and how we treat people and how we practice compassion is literally what we're doing here because we've all the three of us work in a corporate world yeah we know what it's like to live in that setting where it's like there's no consideration to any kind of and i've said this before emotional intelligence or none of that right so that's something that i when i say me personally here as as a person from rose city sound like i'm unwilling to compromise having bad energy in this space now bad energy does not mean that you're not going to have disagreements correct that you're not going to have uncomfortable situations it doesn't mean that it just simply means I'm not going to let anybody in this space that is going to compromise everybody else's momentum. Right. The way that we're, and and everyone in this group, like you just said, those people that don't want to wear masks, it's me, 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 me. Mm -hmm. The way we change it is because we all collectively say we. Right. We're going to do this. We have a wellness director. When we care about people, we want people to be okay. That's how you're going to change the world. That's how you're, and I always tell people, well, how are you going to change the world? With the people around you. Right. With your network of people, with the choices that you make, with what you build. Exactly. And that's how you manifest that kind of energy. Right. And, And that was part of the creation of this podcast, too, is that we want to share our light and our willingness and commitment to other people and just show a little compassion towards others and let people know that it's okay to right it's okay to put a smile on it's okay to reach out to so and so or it's okay to not be okay and be willing to ask someone how they've dealt with x y and z or how they're um 
how they've dealt with something that they know somebody else has dealt with. Hey, how do you deal with this? I think that in saying that, you know, everything's about me, we no longer look out to others for help or just anything. We're just self-centered, self-conscious, insecure, and we've just shrunken in and we think that nobody sees us and that nobody wants to help. And there are people like that. And I believe that if we just kind of connect a little bit more and if we spread light then more light will come right and so here's here's funny don's saying some people really had to go mm-hmm. and how and how do you determine when people have to go how do you determine when it, it then becomes like a cancer when then it becomes oh, okay these people are standing by having this person here so they must be okay with this kind of behavior or this kind of energy or this yeah. kind of interaction yeah that's i think for me personally that's a that's a tricky part of it it really is tricky because we're humble human beings and we don't want to hurt no one's feelings but also like but you're hurting me more and obviously the vibe isn't right here our energies are off so we should not proceed to continue having these same dynamics or these functions or whatever it is where we're in a situation where now we have a hostile environment um we gotta sometimes we gotta see our way our see our way out or let them see their ways their way out so like for example um you know if you have a job that you're tired of you can change that leave yeah you're torturing everybody around you by staying at this job that you don't like and i think that's a major major one Um, a lot of us do that besides that and our own um our own like intimate relationships being at a toxic job is huge and it's a i don't know why people and that's including myself i stayed at a job where you know it wasn't serving me as far as just just everything i was drowning in my work i wasn't feeling seen and appreciated and i was commuting way too far and sometimes we have to sit with ourselves and ask like what first of all why am i doing this is it worth my sanity and my time and what can i do to change it and you know i guess getting a new job isn't easy it's not like you just leave one and then go to another one the next day but um it we can change anything as long as we are able to sit with it and really ask yeah how are we gonna pivot what are we gonna do to change it so if everybody had that if everybody was in the job they wanted to be in not with a bad commute. If everybody had everything perfect, perfect for them, would it would it would it be a better place? Would no. the world be a better place? Yes, sometimes. <laughs> and I, even still, too, to elaborate on what Don said about some people got to go. Yeah. Um, that's true in some cases, but you think about some of the cases where, um, sometimes you don't want to write off like everybody because then you have. You think about the, and this is, I know this is an extreme example, but like when we have like the school shootings and the different things, oh. like, you know what I mean? Oh. It's like, Damn. if someone would have just Damn. maybe not just, you know what I mean? If you took a little bit of time, mm-hmm. uh, try, maybe you could have helped avoid that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sure. So sometimes you gotta, I'm not, I'm not saying that's. I hate that you brought every, that example. <laughs> that was a great example because I, I, I had to write a paper about that. And those people, that's all they needed was just right. somebody, somebody. Yeah. To, to reach out. Right. There and was, so what's happened over the years, I think, is the family dynamic mm-hmm. has been shattered, which is used to be what I think kept in a lot of that type of stuff to where people used to, I think it slowly changed to where people used to care about everybody. Yeah. And then slowly but surely people used to only care about their friends. And then slowly but surely people used to only care about their family. And now mm-hmm. nobody cares about, some yeah. people don't care about their family. Right. So, if you don't have anybody to lean on and someone that can um, keep you in line or someone that you want to go, I think that's why we have so many people that are doing the bad things and like the killings. And then it became so easy now in the, within the light that we have now where most of the things that are popular on social media is someone being beat up or someone being, yeah. you know what I mean? Or something happened to somebody so everybody can sit back and laugh at it. And it's, you know what I mean? That's the kind of the society that we've normalized. We we've normalized it. Yeah. But, and that's why I'm a big proponent of like, sometimes you got to dig in with people. You can't turn, dismiss, dismiss everybody. Cause mm-hmm. what if that, just think about the, you know, every time there's a, like a shooting or something, people interview the person in the family that was like, they're probably feeling guilty. Cause if I'd have just, right. You know what right. I mean? Right. And, it, and that's your, know. and that's kind of, that's how I, that's, 
And that's really how me and my family feel. We we have a we just going back to the morning part. Um, me and my family, we're on a group thread every morning where everybody, where we, my, one of my aunts puts out this this Bible verse and it says good morning, and everybody to the T says good morning. And sometimes it's a jokey one, and something. if it's somebody's birthday, we always say happy birthday to everybody. Thanks. So Thanks. this happens every day without without. I'm not talking Monday through Friday. So that's how the, that's how you keep your your at least your family unity yeah. like close. And yeah. we everybody says to a fault, family over everyone. We're really really tight. When it comes to that, and when everybody, anybody needs any help, we pick each other up. Right. And I don't feel I'm blessed to have that. A lot of people don't have that. Right. And so, and then my family's the one and the same like me. Like, we always help people. We don't care what color you, I mean, you know, it's, yeah. it's just universal. Just and we, Yeah. And so we learn that, and that's kind of like what, how we do it. Mm-hmm. If more people did that, and everybody needs to do that more. Yeah. You know, because it would help. Is that why you don't turn anyone away? Probably so. Probably oh, so. <laughs> I learned that from my grandmothers. You know what I mean? It's just, and then too, like we always point to where I grew up in Pasadena. It's kind of like that. You know, we kind of like. Someone made a comment the other day. I was like, someone posted on because when my friend passed away, everybody was like, and people chimed in. They talked about how um, people I went to high school with, like we're still friends. Right. In high years school, later. from years later, 30, 40 years yeah, later, we're weird. still friends. We're still close <laughs> friends. No, because it's like a lot of them and then like tight. And I'm like, that's a, a lot, lot of management. Yeah. Yeah, like my friend Mark, and he's, he was saying the same thing to somebody. He's like, people, he meets people all the time. And it's like, I don't associate anybody who went to high school. He's like, why would you not? He's like, I had a great upbringing. I wouldn't trade my, my we both say the same thing. I wouldn't trade my upbringing for anything my, in the world. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. I don't, that is I crazy. mean, I have a, like two or three people I have two. from high school that well, I still I few, but. talk to. Yeah, it's not many. It's not like I don't have a Tight. And yeah, even no. then, it's like, hey, girl, hope you're doing well. See you <laughs> in three years or, yeah. you know, something like yeah. that. Pasadena is like a, um, it's a big community. It's a big family community. And it's nice. like a That's important. it's like a we got a secret but known oath. It's like you take care of your own from forever. As soon as somebody said they're from Pasadena, you just. So you're like the distributor of the Pasadena magic? And no, I just. That's why I you're going to embrace everybody <laughs> who comes in and make I just, sure that they're okay. I just love that special feeling that it gives to you. And yeah. it's just like we. We we hold it high, and also it's an anomaly. Like I would say, we didn't really grow up with like racism. We grew up with, you know, what I mean, yeah. everybody working together. So, and I think it's more of a disappointment for some of us because when we get out into the world, it's not like that. Yeah, it's kind like, of what? a it's shock. kind of like a shock. Like this, I thought this was the normal way everybody operated, but no, it only really exists. Yeah, like there, you know what I mean. Yeah. And you'll hear people. I go when I go back to the Hall of Fame inductions every year. You hear people that go on there way older than me. And they they travel, and they say. The same thing. There's nothing place that they could be white, black. They say the same thing. When I went, I moved to New York, <laughs> and it wasn't like when I grew up here. Shot. And they said they yeah. always say they tell their kids about how you grew up here. And I think that's um, not say that we didn't have our problems and our faults, but at least we looked out for each other. And I think that's a big reason that helps us maintain. Because if you can have your friends forever, there's always just a great. I, I know I have such a great support system. That's what it That's is. Good. People need support system. So is that what you bring to Rose City Sound? Everything you literally just described <laughs> is is what you bring to the table. So the same way that I bring that energy where I want everyone to feel comfortable and I want right. to, you know, yeah. that's, right. that's what I bring to the table. So you bring to the table making sure that no one is left behind and that everyone feels that they have, right. a, place to lean on, have a place to lean no on no matter what. Right. No doubt. That's just, how it, that's just how it's been. You know what I mean? I just know the value in the value in that. Correct. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you bring the value of making sure we have courageous conversations that nobody ever wants to talk about because yeah. we didn't have that. That's it's yeah, absolutely. This um, is a great recipe. It it really and it, it just all of it. Um, what Severe just said about the community and the people around you. Um, if you don't have a support system, find one. Get get you a support system. Um, it doesn't. I understand. You know, sometimes. Our families aren't the support that we want. That's right. Um, and that's okay. You know what? We need to lower our expectations for our... I, I feel like we do have to lower our expectations that for some me of out our when family members. That tripped me out when you told me that. I was like, what? Because what then we'll love them better. Don't you feel? I feel like after I lowered my expectations with my family, I was like... No, you're right. I love you guys. You guys are the best. <laughs> 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 because... If I'm over here <laughs> expecting them to reach out to me and be aware of my feelings and my, well, then I'm never, because that's just me, right? I, I'm the type that holds things in, doesn't let people know what I'm going through or how I'm feeling. Um, and if I put that expectation on my family to check in on me, then then I fucked up because 
here they are thinking like Natalie's doing great. She's having a good old time. Um, but if I just, you know what, this is just how I am. It, I have to make that conscious decision to reach out to my family or my friends or whoever it is to say, hey, you know what, I'm going through X, Y, and Z. Help me. So, um, so if you're like me, um, reach out. Open reach your mouth. out. Talk to someone. Um, there's plenty of people that want to have a conversation, and I think that all of us think that so and so is too busy or preoccupied with this or that. But just a simple, hey, how are you? Hey, do you have a moment? Hey, can when can we talk? People will make time, and we need to just stop making assumptions that people don't have time for us. It's hard to get in that gear, too, like I said, because even mm-hmm. with my family, like, I know I can call any one of my family because we're already in that gear of yeah. whatever you need. You know yeah, what I mean? Something happens, everybody's like, okay, I got to take care of it. Mm-hmm. Most pe- if people don't have that, they might, if you try to reach out to them, they might shy away from that because they don't know how genuine That's true. it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or they're putting up a facade and they'd rather act a certain way and then go home and then, like, it's it's – like you know that's when they do their emotional crying or whatever so it's like yeah. hard for people to be, be in that gear because again we're not in we're not really into helping people now that's not the no. theme of everything sure you know what i mean exactly. so and that's why i always tell people you got to start with your own family mm-hmm. first yes and that's yes. why i have to spread it back out you have to yeah. start with your own family first yeah you know and it really can, and i say i always tell people i used to tell people it depends on you got to have certain value in certain relationships uh-huh. like Anyone in your family, you should value that relationship no matter mm-hmm. what. So you should mm-hmm. always try to, like, mend those relationships. Yeah. Because that's a value-added relationship. Brothers and sisters should not be, like, having <laughs> falling outs. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then sure. even the cousins. Because that, that's, sure. that's a value-added mm-hmm. relationship that you need. And then mm-hmm. it, it extends out to certain people. You get outside your family, yeah. Certain people, like Don said, if you got to cut them, you got to cut them. But then also, if that's a value-added relationship to yeah. you, yeah. you have to make that work. Yeah. Especially, it's like people who work in a in a – office space uh-huh. every day and hate the person in the cubicle next to you. Yeah. Why wouldn't you take the time at one point in time just to squash that energy? Because yeah. it's going to make your Monday through Friday probably so much better so if you just there. take the time and find out. And then you might have the wrong perception as to what's causing it. It could be a, a mistake. Right. And you having this this friction yeah. forever just on the strength of something that was a mistake that probably could get cleared up with, it, with a simple sure. conversation. Yep. You know what I mean? Or even just saying a lot of people don't know, don't know the value of just falling on the sword and saying I'm sorry. You yeah. Know what I mean? That that that's so uh, missed on people. Just like even if you're not, I mean, mm-hmm. just say I'm sorry, just to squash the shit. Yeah. You know what I mean, for sure, for sure. I feel that on yeah. Never. I've I've dealt with with my cubicle neighbor that hated me. Don't say her name because <laughs> we, we don't know. Friend. Even so though she's older, she probably doesn't listen okay. to podcasts. Yes, but you know, so you never know. I don't. So, I don't so yeah, exactly. And then you know the karmas. But yeah, I've definitely been in a situation where you know my old coworker just negative negative neighbor <laughs> all the time, right. and I and I felt like it was that I did something, but. Really, we got to step back and think like, you know what? They've been through something. They're going through something else and have, yeah, have some compassion. Say, you know what? I'm sorry if I did something wrong or did I fuck up or what? Um, and and also when you're saying, well, you were just talking about um, mend your family relationships. It's true. I've, I feel that there's people that walk around and they're angry all the time and yeah. they're just right. bad mouthing everyone and right. just pessimist about everything. And my life is hard and fuck off and blah 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 like right. it's it's very me centered right but i always think like man if they only just sat with themselves and right found what was right the anger that they were harboring yeah because they have to admit to what's going on with them yeah, too. yeah yeah and like maybe you just go say sorry to your mom or your dad or whatever maybe they didn't you know they screwed you up and right. you had a bad right. upbringing right. and and your life and that's was usually hard. what it goes back to something yeah. you can it always is it, it always, really always is I'm, this is why and ricky always that's why i'm always like quiet when i meet people because mm. i i know how to ask certain questions once if i see this certain i know how to ask certain questions about people yeah and i can put together the puzzle that probably um either is to why they are a certain oh, way. Yeah. He's good at that. Real yeah. easy. I can figure it out real it's like easy. Like superpower. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's just because I sit back and I ask, and then I, once I see, I, I give it time, and I ask the certain questions, and I see. Mm-hmm. And I'm real easy to, to, like, pick up on it and pinpoint on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you got to be able to take that time. It's yeah. like, 
That's always perfect. give the example of um, if you happen to be driving and you accidentally cut somebody off and that person's like super, super pissed off right. and right. pointing at you. And you're like, well, damn, My bad, do you think you've never, ever done that to anybody <laughs> right. in your life? Right. And like right. this is a, so you got to be this, in that mad. Come on. Right. It's like everybody has done that. You know what yeah. I mean? Or you've missed something. You know, you, you're sitting there and everybody's just like sitting on horse. Like, just calm down. Like, everybody's done that to everybody. It's not exactly. that big of a deal. But people are so caught up in, in like being pissed off at their other stuff. They don't really know. It's just transferring to everything, which yeah. is, again, why we have so many people going crazy, doing yeah. different things and thinking that it's okay for them to do it. Yeah. You know? Check your vibe, y'all. You got yeah, you check definitely your gotta vibe. check it. Okay, so let me ask you this. Have you guys ever experienced, like, like let's say you're not having, like, the greatest day in the world. Okay, let's say, give me, like, you and me, right? Yeah. There are mornings where I wake up or whatever, anytime, and a thought will run through my head Mm -hmm. about you. Oh. Whatever it is. Yeah. Like, oh, just something to think about you. Okay. That's usually when you get those messages from me where it's like, oh, my God, don't forget you know, you're great, blah, 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 like uh-huh. just little random things like that. Uh-huh. So do you do you think that energy is transferable even when you're not in the presence of physical energy? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I feel that, you know, going back to that example that you gave that you're texting me something that I'm great or blah, blah, blah. That's super uplifting for me because it's in the morning and I'm like, oh, she's one. You're thinking about me. Mm-hmm. You've made me feel good about myself. And now I'm going to have a great day because of that. Because, okay, someone's thinking about me. Someone cares. But how many times a day do you have thoughts about specific people? Whatever the thought may be. And you initially want to reach out, but you don't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't tell you how many times a day, but that has happened where I'm thinking about so-and-so. And then I'll be like, oh, shoot, I should reach out. And then I don't. And I'm like, oh, fuck. But I do make it a habit now that if I'm thinking about someone, hit them up. Hey, how are you? Yes, right. hit them yes. up. Right. Because right. you just don't know. And they might. Right. And that's where I think yeah. that that's that's. I think that we do know. Yeah. I think that the minute something some impulsiveness comes inside yeah. of you and a thought, reach out because yeah. I feel like that person's on the other side feeling a certain kind of way right. that only you can say something that's gonna yeah. help them get out of that, and then that's for that's it. Sure. Right. I believe sure. in that, right. which is Definitely. nothing tangible, but. No. And Don, I just saw you mad at Drake. You can't be mad at my boy Drake. What are you mad at Drake for? <laughs> like, <laughs> you got to fix that. Listen, we know a great mediator. He's, <laughs> he helped with all family problems. His name is DJ Severe. And Drake is my boy. Drake <laughs> He's is my here boy. to heal families. Drake is, that's the original Drake. Drake is my boy. But So, and in even instance, so like my friend had just passed away. Yes. He would always call me. We, I know when I would, would talk to him. Yeah. And then he, was do, he would do the most annoying calls. He'd do Facebook <laughs> calls. Yeah. But I would always answer because yeah. it's like, and then we would talk about stuff. And every now and then, he and I know he had my number, but I mean, you got used to those calls. Now, just think how I would have felt if I hadn't been answering those calls yes. and he passed away. Yes. You know oh, what I mean? God, no. Yes. Okay. And yes. I was, okay, fine. I get and it. <laughs> I get it. But yeah, he was the only out. one I would do that to. But he would, you know, he would always just like, um, just pop up. And we talked at least, we talked at least every three months. The last time I physically saw him was like, Two years ago, at he was having, he happened to be at the stadium at Dodger Stadium having lunch at the top with his daughter and his grandkids. And he, I happened to be there for something there that day, and he heard music, and he texted me. He's like, "Are you here?" I was like, "Yeah." So I brought them down. Like it was, I forgot what I was doing that day, but um, I would say it's like it, you don't have to have that same energy with everybody, but sometimes it's gonna make sense that you reach out. It's just like how Rick always tries to get me to stop talking to like people. Yeah. Like engaging people <laughs> on my social media, that he are like talks to everybody <laughs> and their mother, and I'm like, good, right? But we're yeah. trying to go here, right? There's right, no time right, for right. that, and yeah. it's not to be not rude or disrespectful, but like it's a balance. It's a balance, it's right? A balance. And there is a balance, but then there's, I even showed her a comment today that people say, I think it's really cool that you it reach is. out to us and that you engage with your with your followers, and I do that because yeah. when people tell me that, that makes them that makes mm-hmm. me. Feel good. And that's yeah. important and that's good. Except when you have a thousand DMs like that, you're not gonna get through a thousand DMs like that that's when we need you over here doing other things. You're right. And I'm not saying I I'm not saying I get a chance to answer all, all of them. them. I feel like if you get a thousand, you do nine hundred and ninety eight. It takes certain engagements and I'll say this, that you know what I mean? And I wanna be of assistance. And just like I said, it's just like the same thing. Cause you always hear those people about certain celebrities, not Absolutely. saying I'm a ce- not saying Absolutely. I'm a celebrity, but people that were, you are. that were assholes. <laughs> and they're like, you know, when they, when they, when they meet people and it's like every year when I go to spring training, I walk around and I see little kids yeah. that got a ball 
<clears throat> and it's like they're sitting there with the, and the parents, like, you know, they came down and, like, get it done. And you see all these grown men that are yelling at the players and, like, you know, I need to get this signed. It's not like it's got so much memorabilia. So yeah. I try to pick out the families that I can see. And I'll stop and talk to them. I'll ask them who they want to, who they're trying to get signed. And then just to take that ball and then go ask the player and get yeah. it signed and to see the look on that little kid's yeah. face and sure. the family who paid all this money, all they was hoping for was that their son or daughter could get this ball signed <laughs> and how much it's going to mean to that little kid and to the family yeah. that we got this accomplished. You know what I mean? That's, yep. you so know what I mean? That, this is on, in a completely different like realm, but... Because he's, he's explaining all this, and I'm imagining it all in my head. Right, how like he's, he's going up out. with the families, and, and his because his energy lends itself to that kind of an approach and smooths its way to the right players to do whatever he needs. Um, when my brother and I used to DJ, mm-hmm. or my brother used to DJ and I used to coordinate weddings, anytime anything would go wrong, and you know, my brother's a, a nervous, like we're a nervous family. <laughs> we're a high energy and nervous. Yeah. We panic about everything. Right. But we get through <laughs> We get through what we got to get through. Yeah. We, we knock it out. We do that whole thing, right? Yeah. The problem was is that it, it was stressful. Yeah. So I remember one of the first um, shows that we did together, and it was at the, what hotel was it? The Bachata Lady yeah, Party. Bachata, um, the Western Bonaventure. The Western. Oh, yeah. my God. So we're, there was like a thousand people there, and he worked up this whole, like, stress. this was a stressful event. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somehow, like, so, something went out. Oh. And there's dead air. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, mother, I'm trying to run across to the sound people who are on the, this is a huge place. I'm trying to run over there, and I'm like, play something while he figures out what's going on. He was so calm. Yeah. The entire, so I'm like, mid-run, and I'm like, why am I running? Okay, well, <laughs> I'm just going to walk now slowly and then get, and, and everything worked itself out. But yeah. in every stressful situation, his energy is always cool, calm, and collected. Which has been very different for me to deal with because that's not the environment that I come from. The environment right. that I come from is ah, freak out, panic, freak <laughs> out. What's happening? Like that. And so that's been a huge learning lesson for me. Where yeah. it goes back to that quote from Devious, where I can relax in my craft. Right. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. It's not the end of the world. Like yeah. the problem is gonna get solved. And I never understood how you like when 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 did you learn the importance of having that kind of energy? Under okay. those types of circumstances. Let me give you an example. So two years ago, man, no, a t- long time ago, we had a <laughs> we used to sing, we used to have God Bless America play on certain days, on Sundays. And so I'm gonna make this real short. And this, and this guy who came in, I forgot who he was, he was playing it on the keyboard. And people don't know the the version of the the verse of uh, verse of God Bless America that everybody sings is the second verse. There's a first verse. Oh yeah. I'm saying or there's a first verse, there's a second verse. And so um <laughs> Like this guy during the rehearsal, um, he said, um, "I'm gonna play the, I'm gonna play all the verses." They told him you can't play like all the verses. So anyway, he gets to doing it, and he's going into like the second verse. And so me and the sound man are standing there, and he's going. But you see, like all the management running down the hall, like <laughs> shut him off, turn him off, shut him what off. What is he doing? And so we're going like, if you shut him off, then what? If you shut him <sighs> off, yeah. It's going to look like we did something wrong. Right. No one's going to understand why you shut him off. Right. And then what do we go to immediately? So just let him finish. Right. And then go on with the show. You can't have that energy where it's like, cut it off, shut, like, you know, <laughs> like if you don't have a, immediately. you can't do that. Sometimes you just got to let it play out. Yeah. It's like even the same thing when people go at the, at the game, like management, you know, they say, well, there's nothing, you can't have dead air. What do you mean you can't have dead air? Just let it breathe for a minute till you figure it out. Let it breathe for a minute. And yeah, I think that's an absolutely good point that you're making because once you start freaking out, right. then your mind it goes blank. It right. gets worse. And all of a sudden you don't know where the wires are. You don't know how to, you don't know your own name. Right. And shit just gets worse. <laughs> you yes. know? So right. I, I can totally relate on that. Like, you know, I'm just going to, I'm just going to be calm. Right. I'm right. not going to freak out. Right. I'm gonna, I want to freak out, but I'm not going to freak out because we need to figure this out. Right. And here's okay. a lesson for people so you understand it. Don't do when you, <laughs> if you're not, <laughs> this is a DJ lesson. If you're on, <laughs> if you're at a wedding or whatever and someone hands you a mic, don't tap on the mic. Oh, yeah. That's stupid. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> do not do that. Everybody thinks, this oh, this is what you do. Is this yeah. thing you on? Do this you thing don't on? do that. You don't do that. You just, just start say, talking into the mic. If nothing comes out, then you just look at the DJ, and the DJ will either go, he'll like cue you, and yeah. don't 
So, and this is my like my pet peeve too. Like, and Don and, and Ricky knows this. When people at weddings have to <laughs> do their speeches or whatever. Now, a lot of people like to if they're nervous and they're not used to speaking. They like to deflect that on oh, other people. Mm. So they'll do a hit it DJ. And I'm like, you ain't talk to me about nothing. So then hit what? <laughs> if I don't have nothing, if I'm not ready, they know you were going to do that. Yeah. Now it looks like I fucked up. Yeah, you're yeah. not ready. I'm not ready. And then, yeah. or never throw it like on, on the DJ. It's like, this is just like different things. It's like, but that's one of those added things where it's like, if you're not prepared, just talk it through. Yeah. You know what I mean? But most people don't think that. They just think, you know what I mean? They just going to deflect it off. Red light's gone. And they're just going to panic and hit it. You know what I mean? It just doesn't work like that. Yeah. But don't tap the mic <laughs> at all. Never never go, is this thing on? Don't do that. Just start talking. And then you nine times out of ten, nobody's paying attention anyway. But you keep That's talking. <laughs> the DJ's paying, the main person paying attention is the DJ. He'll start turning down the music. You can just start talking. Yeah. And it will happen. And that's how attention is got. You know what I mean? That's how you get the attention. So and that's, that's a transfer of energy, too, because they're tapping on that mic because they're nervous as hell. Right. And they're like, I don't even want to be talking out here. People would rather die. Than right, right. Yeah, just, that, what, so good that, it, that's what good does it do you to tap on the mic? Is this thing help. on? What good does it do you? Like, if it's on, then what? Like, you just start talking. <laughs> right. But see, that same event where we lost the sound, like, he was telling, because there, there was there's a lot of people there, and mm -hmm. they'll come up to him, and they'll be like, oh, can you play? So that energy where people are coming, yeah, he's trying to do this job of right. you know playing music but you got people coming in left and right mm -hmm. so one of the things that i love to do is to block that energy yeah so they'll come up and ask for okay. a thousand different songs okay. that he nine times out of ten right. probably doesn't have because right. it's the one song from some remote part of god knows where right 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 but you can't tell them no and you can't tell them yes yeah right. so how do we dance around this and let's just go dance like let's just go do this because right. i'm thinking about how to deflect their energy how to buy him time and then still make sure these people have a good time yeah but that's actually, you just answered the question that I was going to ask you. I was going to say, how do you handle heavy energy when you walk into a room? But then I guess I'll ask you, how do you handle heavy energy at Rose City Sound when it, when it happens? So, mm. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> handling heavy energy from people that you don't know is a lot easier than handling yes. energy from people, heavy energy from people that you do know. Yeah. And that's that's a tricky thing. Um, that's a tricky thing. I we did we did have we, we had a couple of situations under our belt, but one situation in particular, um, the energy was just really bad, like outstandingly bad. Right. And and usually when I'm on the receiving end of that, because there are some situations where I'm just I'm gonna just shut up. Right. And I'm just gonna let you say what you have to say. But in my mind, I'm not listening to a damn thing that you're saying right now because because off. how you came at me right now completely turned me off. Yeah. So if you think I'm going to listen to anything that you have, you're wrong. So I just let them, you know, say what they got to say. Da, right. da, da, da. Say my little two sen sentences in the end and then act like nothing happened and go away. Right. 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 I um, have a very difficult time, <laughs> very <laughs> difficult time, like dealing with people that close to me uh -huh. that come with an energy like that. I really don't know. I'm not good at that. And that's also why I rely heavily on people like you and Severe and right. And you need those people around you. Yeah. Like when yeah. you know that this is my weakness, I'm not good at this. I don't know how to deal with this. Then lean in on those that do know so that they can push you to, to make wiser choices and have good conversations. Those conversations. Yeah, definitely. Um, you, on Saturday, on our uh, event on Saturday, um, you guys were having a great time. The girls were dancing, la da da. And Ricky looks at me, "Do you want to go home?" <laughs> oh yes. And I was like, "That's no, right. Girl, I I'm did chilling. Ask you. I'm I'm cool. I'm just vibing." But I think that sometimes, you know, because you want you want that vibe to match. You want me to match your vibe, right? And I think that sometimes um, we have to be aware of our own vibe and our energy and how and just how our our, our body language maybe we have to be That's aware of our body too. language because i was sitting there like i'm having a good ass time i'm not dancing or anything but i'm having a good time mm -hmm. and then ricky comes at me like are you okay do you want to go home and i was like oh fuck like maybe i'm giving off this energy or my body language is telling that i want to leave that's true but i didn't i didn't and i think that sometimes it's just let, like, for example, I could have let you know, no, girl, I'm good. Okay. But, you know, so here I'm was my conflict here. with that. Here was my conflict with that. Yeah. Because 
again, like I, I'm an empath too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so I'm mm-hmm. like, oh God, I feel a she's not having stuff. a good time. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, cool. So she probably had a long day. I know you were running errands. Yeah. Um, I know you had to come in here and set everything up and I know right. you had to deal with new environment, new circumstances. Sure. You're probably tired. Yeah. I know you like to go to bed early. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I know you have shit to do the following day yeah. and we're here entertaining and I know that you're here because I need your support and you're here. Sure. sure. But at the same time, I'm thinking like, but everything's cool though. Like yeah, everything is cool. We're good. <laughs> so if you want to go home, like it's cool. And I, and I said that because I know, well, I feel two ways about this. I feel like <laughs> you wouldn't have a problem telling me like, I'm going to go home now. Right. Because right. you're very honest and transparent with me. But then at the, on the other side of it, I know that, you know, that I'm trying to work on delegating and asking for help and asking yes. for support. Yeah. And if that's what, getting support and helping was i need to accept that that's your vibe at that moment yeah and shut up and sure. take it because this is what you needed <laughs> you know? so it's a sure. compromise on both parts right yes. most definitely because you ask and then yeah. she's fine you accept both parts of the of, yeah yeah most definitely yeah and i think we uh we just gotta be okay with like for you and i having this conversation right we gotta be okay with having that conversation or me reflecting back and so it wasn't until right now where i was like oh shit you know what ricky asked me if if i, I was okay and if i wanted to go home to me i was like no nah, i'm good but then it wasn't until now where i'm like oh maybe ricky thought that i wasn't having a good time or that or my energy was off or something right. but i was just you know i'm chilling so it it does take some lo- again some level of awareness some tuning into yourself and and knowing when is it the right time to leave? Should I stay? Is it my time to go? It's past my bedtime. And even... Right, because that affects... every With everything else. Right, and 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 if that was the case, I would have felt a lot better about it too. Like, yeah. hey, dude, you've already helped me an extraordinary in an extraordinary way. Cool, go. Yeah. Because then you have to think about the people that are performing. Sure. Because right? I, I think of all the different DJs that we've had come in here. Yeah. Where they've had to just, they're looking at a screen and they have no energy. They don't know Physiological energy coming through. So they rely on what's happening on the other side of that glass. Right. Right. Do they look like they're having a good time? Do they look sad? Do they look glad? Do they look like they want to take a nap? Like, sure. that influences how, how the environment and where the night is going to go. Yeah. Right. And so I even think of pre-qualifier to that is oh, I like that pre-qualifier check in wherever you're driving wherever you're going um whatever your destination is you know have a moment to talk to yourself wait, wait, am wait. i good what's about so oh, let's say okay, like okay. on my way here right i'm driving i'm checking in what's worrying me what am i upset about what am i happy about what what errands do i need to run what do i need to do tomorrow and then just okay, what kind of vibe do I want to walk into? What kind of presence am I going to give off to people? Because I feel that a lot of the times we walk into some rooms and very unintentional. We're just walking in. We don't even know what we're walking into. Hey, what's going on? And we don't even read the room. We don't even know what's going on. And we're just aimlessly going. And then that even changes the mood. You know what I'm saying? Like if the the mood is kind of hello down and these people come coming hot, you're like, what the fuck? Sit your ass down. Right. But if the energy is high and you're not, then maybe you should just turn back and go home. You know what that reminds me of? Remember we were driving to Ensenada and Mike was taking the personality test. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you had asked him, one of the questions on there was, when you go to a concert or you go to a party, where's the first place that you go to? Huh. Right? Mm-hmm. And I think you had, you answered for him and it was like, oh, like the front. Like at the front or whatever, right? And I was like, yeah, no, or the always, middle or something. It's like always the right at the, the back. So, mm-hmm. and, and my brother and I do the same exact thing anywhere we go. Yeah, which I didn't know until that day. Right. But we'll walk into any given place, walk the whole parameter of the building. Who's the sound guy? Who's the host? Right. Who's doing? We study yeah. everything. You're reading and the room. Then, reading the room. Yeah. That's what you naturally do, and then you stand back, and then you just continue to watch anything. But I didn't know, that that's which is how. obvious because. <clears throat> he and I operate on that same level, but but you're gauging the energy. Yeah. Where do I fit into this? Let me see how, let me see what kind of me like I'm going to be. This is a good episode. Yeah, this one was perfect. Um, anything else? What else? Anything else we want to add before we wrap this up? Energy blockers. Oh. Yeah, check your vibe. So within that, walking in the room, so the people that, that want to walk in the room and they want to be the center of the <sighs> energy. Like, what is that? And then it's like, because it's best if you just come in and just, melt in with what's 
already going on, but the people that want to like um, be the center and they can't take it if they're not the center. the center or the focal point. The first person I thought about was my dad. Oh, wow. Because my, no, no, no. <laughs> my dad, no, no, no. He's the, naturally the center of attention anywhere he goes. Yeah, that's true. Anywhere this man goes, and it's right. effortless. He, he's not, he doesn't, he do doesn't my, try to, he, he just try. is. He just, yeah, he doesn't do this whole reading of the room. He'll just, mm, I like that spot. I want to mm. go there. I want to eat this and I want to do that. And then the room and all of a sudden just goes, gravitates. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of like what happens to me because I don't want to take it up, but I come, if I go wherever, then mm-hmm. it becomes someone asks and then it's, it's oh, and it's like, then everyone. So, I mean, it's cool, but you got to also know how to not, I'm not trying to take it over with what I do, but I'll engage right. you, especially if that, if you, if I feel like that's what you want to hear and you want to know about, it, okay, fine. I give you what you want, but I'm not trying to come in like, hey, I'm this, I'm not, you know come what I mean? Come see me, look at me. Right, right. It's yeah. better because sometimes I just like to be in a, so how do back. you how do you prevent yourself from being that? <clears throat> so when when you go into a room and you start to feel everybody starting to come this way, like how do you? I, I just usually I just I just ride whatever energy they want me to ride with it mm-hmm. for whatever, and then That's I'll so try sacrificial to sacrificial on your behalf. <laughs> Where's the self love and the self preservation? <laughs> but on, on, the only time only time I kind of like shun away where everybody's like, wait, the music here sucks. Can you DJ? Like, no, I'm not. No, I don't really do that. <laughs> Walk over yeah, there can you just walk over there DJ and do it? Like, no, I'm not. Take I'm over. Not, I'm not doing. It. And it's a, and I and actually that's a good point because if I go somewhere and there's another DJ playing, I n- I never go. Oh, I'm so and so and so and so because I don't know how that's gonna affect them or what they're gonna like oh, think yeah. or do because I don't want yeah. to put anybody's spot. It can sell their energy, but I do make a I do make a point at the end of the night if I stay long I, if I'm leaving I will say hey, great set, good blah show. blah blah, and then like I'll say whatever but i'm not trying to pass off that energy or like um do whatever but some people will do that go up to the djs and go hey, dj severe and it's like i don't want you to do that you don't yeah. have to right. do that don't then do you that make the other person feel bad and like, nervous right. and like oh, good God, then. you're conscious yeah 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 you don't yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I you better do. you move out of the way <laughs> right Sorry. <laughs> right. Because I can know because if I'm somewhere and like one of my heroes like Jazzy Jeff walks, I'm going to be like, fuck, Jazzy Jeff's in here. Like what? Mm-hmm. How do I do? And it's almost best that you just do your own thing. I remember years ago, I, not years, I did a room um, with Tendaji on one night and um, Pharrell was in there. Oh. And I was like, fuck, Pharrell's mm. in here. So I'm like trying to, <laughs> you know what I mean? That was like, that was a biggie for me. So it's hey, like. So you don't have like. Like a Pharrell playlist ready, like not Pharrell. Like I'm saying, like you don't have like a playlist that that's your go-to, so that when you have moments and opportunities like that, like you know this isn't gonna fail you. From that point on, I started making sure I have those yeah. like around for that. But also, my thinking is to is to um, impress them with the hidden stuff. Not like if Pharrell had a song, I not like right. go immediately into the. No, I'll try to. Um, Try to think deeper, the hidden gems. like the, the hidden gems, and yeah. think deeper than that. And then two, lots of times they don't even want that energy put on. No. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because the place we were at, this place is called the Room, and it goes off on Wednesday nights. And this is where a place where everybody goes to slide in and be incognito. Prince has gone in there. You know what I mean? So it's really, it's a dope spot. Just, people just want to stay on the on the DL, and they sit them. They'll sit. They'll be sitting right there, but it's like really, really dark. And there's always actors, always anybody, and everybody's just like partying. And it's one of those places where you're playing open format music and you're playing just grooves, which is why I like it. So people just in there feeling the vibe. So the vibe's already set, and that's naturally the vibe. So it's not a vibe where like, hey, like uh, Prince is here, like you know what I mean. Put all the spot on. No, it's very, very, very low key. You know what okay, I mean? Okay, it's low key, but it's a high level vibe because I think all of those people in there understand the value of energy, right? Yeah, and they understand like the natural components of vibing high yeah that it's just like a natural a right. natural high that's right. the best drug of all right so i don't think i think i had um you touched on this a little bit i'm gonna ask you again now okay. that you're talking about the energies in the room and you okay. know the music that you're playing so if you're having a down day right. and you have this event uh-huh. how do you pivot or what do you do so that your low energy or whatever is going on in your day isn't being mm. reflected in this at this event with the music that you're playing. Okay, That's so um, <clears throat> it's two types of way because sometimes the event you're going to yourself just creates low energy. If it's something that you that's been known <clears throat> to be like a headache for you, you're not really 
into it. It's not yeah. going to be add anything creativity, creatively wise to yourself. Like I'm just mm-hmm. going to have to play the same. Like I'm just all this low hanging fruit I'm about to play. Yeah. So you're not energized in itself. Yeah. So you do have to um, figure out how to come in, and some lots of times you can start off like that, but then you're going to. Um, at least for me, I try to then play, hopefully there's some new music that I haven't played that, mm-hmm. and stuff that I like to kind of get me Hyped in the up. zone first. Yeah. Um, that's helpful. Okay. Um, the most fun events are the ones that you love going to play that you know that the vibe is going to be right. And so you don't have to do much for those. So those actually help you if you're having a down day because it's like, okay, okay mm. I'm going to play Melody Bar, which I love going to play Melody Bar. So this is something I'm looking forward to yeah. like for the rest of for my day. Yeah, You have to use different things or I'll get pumped up if I know I'm playing with some DJs I like to play with because they help my vibe. I see. So that, like, um, you anticipate that. Mm. Um, some things you just need to... F- like kind of figure out and sometimes it just doesn't happen it's just gonna be flat and you've you done it enough it. you, you don't fight it, it. Yeah. and you know okay this is i'm just gonna use my go-to's i know it's gonna work yeah um i'm just gonna do this hope we can get this done and be out and then you too after you do also have to think um put yourself in the place of the people especially if it's like somebody's wedding then you yeah. don't say i don't want to ruin this person's wedding so yeah. let me um um at least know my audience and then like come in like a pro and mm-hmm. get most of the stuff done. And then sometimes that helps. Every time you do that, something will happen that will help your energy or pick up your energy. Good. You know what I mean? Especially somebody will say, I like what you do. You know what I mean? That kind of helps yeah. you. You know, so there's different ways that it can happen, like I said. But sometimes, and it's very rarely, uh, it's down. Like I said, even I've kind of learned that because even if I go to the stadium and sometimes I'm in charge of the energy. Well, most of the time I'm in charge of the energy. So yeah. if the yeah. team got if there was a bad loss that happened like the night before, then everybody's looking for the energy to kind of like reset. Or if the team is getting smashed, everybody's looking for the energy to somehow be like changed up. Yeah. So, um, That's I just kind of responsibility. Good. Yeah. I mean, I always tell people I have to be on all the time, no matter yeah, what's what going is. on, no matter for what sure. it is, for sure. no matter what it is. That's what everybody expects. So, um, and you just kind of adapt to it and, and yeah. try to stay as prepared as possible. You yeah. know what I mean? And, just go from there, you know. What about you? What do you, what do you do to get yourself right? So for me, it's definitely what I'm listening to, what I'm watching. Right. Bad Bunny. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So like, you know, we get into when we get into these like oh, my life. Um, for me, like, I'll give a great example. I was going through, like, a couple of weeks where I was just feeling like shit. I had to stop watching the news. Mm. I had to only watch comedies. Yeah. And then list, I'm not listening to no sad songs. I'm listening to Bad Bunny. So I'm, like, grooving. <laughs> things like that. Because that does help. It does, right. yeah. Um, there's on Spotify these little um, daily quote things. I like to listen to the daily quotes. Okay. I like to listen to my horoscope in the morning. So that I way love I'm like, the horoscope Ooh. in the morning. Yeah, like I'm going to have a good day. And and what I do also is I have to start and I have to be more consistent because I know that this works is um, writing out or saying out loud what I'm grateful for. Yes, that's super because important. Because that will definitely turn my mood around 100%. Because then I'm reflecting and I'm like, you know what? Everything's going to be okay. My mm-hmm. life is not that bad. It's not. And it's, um, it's all good. And so then it's like, you know what? No matter what's been happening or if I'm in my down day, everything's going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. I'm going to have a good day today. And, and that's that. So gratitude for me. What about you? I have a thing on my Instagram saved of like funny animal videos oh yes and you share them with that me too that is all it takes if <laughs> yeah. i know i'm sad i just my go-to not even yeah. a song and i will yeah. laugh uncontrollably for like yeah. 30 minutes yeah. yeah like obnoxiously yeah that's important um it what you consume <laughs> is important so for you it's the cat videos and the funny things on your instagram for me it's definitely like well let me just put on a funny comedy or something yeah like that. Right. put me in a good right. mood right. um but yeah y'all like check your vibe um check your just check yourself check your environment um the people around you are important all of that determines the vibe and vibes are essential and only positive ones you know um but 
That was, oh, you see, we got some Bad Bunny. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don loves you. Bad, bad Bunny. That's you all I want to say. Bunny, though, morning, noon, and bad Bunny's though, morning, noon, and night. Bad Bunny's dope. I like Bad Bunny. But I can't do I Bad, bad bunny. bunny, morning, noon, and night. I mean, but it's just what? Can't even That's be mad lot. at it. That's a lot. It, 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 kind of is. You kind of have to be in the mood. But you know what? I'm going to give you a Bad Bunny playlist. Please. I have to make it okay. first. Oh, I appreciate that, too. I'm a huge, I, love, I love Bad Bunny. Yeah, he's, he's so dope. I love Bad Bunny. But thank you guys for listening to our show. It was fun. Vibes are essential. Thank you, DJ Severe, for coming in here and having this conversation with us. My pleasure. My um, pleasure. Hopefully, we can get you in. Maybe when, you know, on your Dodger breaks or whenever. He has no to get busy. So this is a rarity <laughs> here, y'all. Um, but that was our show. Thank you, guys. Um, hasta luego. Hasta luego. Increase the peace. There it goes. There it goes, Don. Mm. Mm. That's right, Don. That's right. <laughs>